0: cruise radio is brought to you in part by tripinsurance.com travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance get a quote today at tripinsurance.com
1: broadcasting from the tripinsurance.com studios in jacksonville florida
0: this is cruise Cruise Radio. radio Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here, my friend. Coming up on this week's show, we'll get a review of Carnival Fascination, a ship that is sailing out of Jacksonville, Florida, doing four- and five-night sailings for a little bit longer Then it's relocating, and we're getting Carnival Elation here in Jacksonville. So we'll get that fascination review here in just a little bit. Uh, before we get to our first interview, Cruise Radio News. It's our Cruise Radio Facebook group. Look us up, join, and uh, join in on the conversation. We'd love to have you. Also, we're on Snapchat. Look us up at Cruise Radio. Uh, so it's no secret that the winter weather has been complete heck on uh, cruise travel between people missing ships, uh, things happening at sea, and also people getting sick on ships. So uh, I have the president and CEO of TripInsurance.com on the line to field some of your travel questions. Also going to touch on the Zika virus as well because a lot of cruise lines passing out warning letters uh, about Zika for people traveling in the Caribbean in the next 12 months or so. So Dan is on the line right now. Dan, are you up for answering some listener questions? Guy, yeah, I'm looking. Forward to helping. Awesome. Let's jump right to it then, Dan. The first one is from Jeff in Tampa. Jeff says, I recently sailed Carnival Breeze and came down with bronchitis. Between breathing treatments, antibiotics, and doctor visits, I was billed $1,300 and am fighting with my insurance company to cover this, even though I bought a policy through Carnival. Would a trip insurance policy have been different?
1: Well, Jeff, the payment on travel insurance depends upon when you received your medical treatments, not when you got sick. So most travel insurance policies will only cover your medical bills for treatments that you incur while on your trip. Once you get home, your own home medical plan picks up the cost for medical treatments that occur after your trip. Uh, This is a change in how travel insurance plans are now administered after the Affordable Care Act went into effect. Uh, Before that time, a lot of times they would, if you incurred the, the problem while you were on your trip, they would even cover the medical treatments after you got home. So I can't tell from your question if the treatments that you incurred happened during your trip. But those would definitely be covered by your travel insurance and certainly would be covered by any plan on tripinsurance.com. But most travel insurance today, once you get home, if, you, if you've got doctor visits and antibiotics and breathing treatments that, that you've incurred since you got home, you're going to have to turn those into your, your own home um, uh, medical insurance.
0: To go a step further, Dan, what is the difference between a policy through a cruise line, like buying it from Carnival, and buying it from a third-party company like TripInsurance.com?
1: Typically, it's the coverage limits, the reason for cancellation, uh, and whether or not they're covering the other various travel that you book on your own, not through the cruise company. And so you're going to get a broader level of coverage if you buy your plan from a third-party website like Mm TripInsurance.com, and you're going to be able to cover more, uh, which is going to be important if you take a look at the cost to get to the ship, if that's included in your plan, that's an important way uh, you can cover yourself to make sure that, uh, that you don't miss out.
0: That segues perfectly into our next question from Chrissy from Bristol, Connecticut. She says, once again, I should have listened to you. All the flights are canceled out of Connecticut, and I'm stuck driving 20 hours to Miami because I paid over $2,000 for this cruise, and I am not missing it. How would a trip insurance help me
1: in this scenario? See, this is a perfect example. If you include the costs of your travel to get to the ship in your declared trip costs in your travel insurance plan, then if you have a delay in getting to that ship, the travel insurance can help you catch up with the cruise or pay the extra cost because of a travel delay to actually get you down there. So in this particular case, the airports may have been shut down, but there may have been other transportation ways for to get her to another city and then get uh, a flight or even get a flight to the first port of call Mm -hmm. for the ship. And so travel insurance will, will cover that. So it's important that you include it. And in fact, when you're buying your travel insurance plan, Make sure that you include that outbound coverage because if you only insure the cruise mm-hmm. and the cruise is leaving from Miami, but in fact she's actually leaving from Connecticut or someplace north, your travel insurance doesn't coverage doesn't start until the cruise departs. Yeah. So if you include the the uh, the uh, airfare. Now your travel insurance uh, starts the you know when you're supposed to depart on that flight and um, that's very very important in the way in which you buy the plan to get the the, the the most coverage out of it.
0: And when we're talking about travel insurance, it's not a lot of money. In fact, I actually talked to Chrissy and her fiance because they were in freakout mode because they were in Connecticut leaving in a day and a half to Miami, and I asked them like, by chance, did you look at travel insurance? And to cover the flight and the insurance, I mean to cover the flight and the cruise, it would have only cost them an extra $48 per person.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it very likely would have been, particularly when you're when, when, when the Northeast gets hit with, with heavy snow like that and mm-hmm. a lot of the airports start to close, the actual cost to get you down to that might be very, very high because yeah. of the demand for flights and, and the difficulty in, in making a last-minute change to your plane reservation. Donna
0: from Tennessee says, I have excellent health care coverage through my employer. Why would I buy travel insurance?
1: Donna, many times you've got limited health care coverage overseas. Uh, For instance, although you may have emergency medical care coverage through for a hospital visit on your own home medical plan, it's very, very likely that they will not cover the cost of a medical evac to get you home for treatment and that can cost as much as uh, a quarter of a million dollars. So the medical aspects of the travel insurance plan give you broader protection uh, while you're overseas. But in addition, travel insurance covers the value of your cruise in case you've got to cancel for a covered reason. One of the examples here is that some of our plans even have coverage for canceling for a work reason, where your boss cancels your pre-approved vacation the travel insurance will cover the cost of your trip. So uh, you're not out of any money uh, if you've got to, got to cancel. Hmm.
0: Very good. This next question here always goes back to what we talk about on the show about not always believing what you read on the message boards. Linda from Arizona says, I've never booked travel insurance because I've read on the message boards where claims get appealed a lot and denied. Uh, how often does this actually happen?
1: It doesn't happen as often as that you might hear on the message boards, but uh, denied claims do happen. Mm -hmm. A lack of documentation on the loss or when somebody files a claim for a problem that's not covered by the plan, the claim is going to get denied and then they get very upset about it and they start writing on message boards about it. The important point here is read your plan before you purchase and at least right after you purchase it. Go through the plan, read it, and make sure that uh, you understand all the coverage provisions because if you're not happy with your plan after you've bought it, you can return it within 10 days for a full refund. And that's not just from tripinsurance.com. Any travel insurance you buy, you can return that plan within 10 days after you've purchased it, if uh, if it's not covering you the way uh, for risks that uh, that you're concerned about,
0: it seems like a lot of these gripes on the message boards are about pre-existing conditions, anyways.
1: Yeah, and and, and pre-existing conditions are an issue. The trick there, and the, and the biggest hint is to buy a plan that includes a pre-existing condition waiver, and to get that provision universally all the plans, you typically have to buy within 14 to 15 days of making your initial trip deposit. Mm -hmm. Then there is no argument. Your claim is going to get processed faster because the insurance company doesn't have to ask your home doctor whether or not that condition occurred or a copy of your medical records. They just pay the claim based on the face value if it's a medical problem, or if you've got to cancel for a medical reason, they're not questioning whether or not you had that problem and knew about that problem prior to purchasing the travel insurance.
0: Fair enough. Richard from Sumter, South Carolina says, how are rates calculated on a travel trip insurance policy? I am 65 years old and retired, and I'm traveling to the med this spring on a 12-night cruise. My only coverage is Medicare with a supplemental health policy.
1: Well, it's great to get travel insurance when you uh, have Medicare coverage because unless the supplemental plan specifically spells out coverage overseas, Medicare doesn't cover you out of the country. So having a travel insurance plan to cover your medical is a smart move. Plans are typically priced based on the length of your trip, the age of the traveler, and the trip cost. Some of the plans you buy straight from a cruise company are age independent. In other words, they don't charge a different price dependent upon your age. They'll typically charge it based on the length of the trip and the cost of the trip. Mm -hmm. The problem with those plans is that if you're taking kids along, you're typically paying a lot more than you would if you went to a a site where it's pricing it based on age because typically the, the cost to insure kids that are younger is much cheaper because they have fewer medical risks. But when you go on a comparison website like tripinsurance.com, the nice part is that the rate plans are written differently by different carriers. And so some carriers may have a price break at that age point or at that trip cost. And so we do the side-by-side comparison to find you the best coverage at the best price based on how the rate tables are set up by the different carriers that are on tripinsurance.com.
0: Very good. Uh, You briefly answered this earlier, but I'm going to ask the question anyways. It's from Mark in Ocala. He says, we just put a deposit down on our cruise for later this year. How long do we have to buy trip insurance? Because if we want to cancel for any reason...
1: Well, that cancel for any reason um, provision is really nice if you if you think you're going to have to change your mind mm-hmm. on the trip. and to get that uh, that provision, you're going to have to buy the insurance within fourteen to fifteen days of your initial trip deposit. It's almost universally the same um, time limit as getting the pre-existing condition waiver. And the cancel for any reason provision is available on all of the best plans in our best category on tripinsurance.com. So it's a good idea once you've, once you've made that initial trip deposit, and that is considered when you have made any initial payments for the trip. So if you put a down payment on a cruise, that's when the trip uh, deposit date is. Now, if you've taken a cruise, and there are a lot of cruises that'll sell you a discount on a future cruise, and you buy a voucher for a future cruise, but you're not actually setting the, the cruise date, mm-hmm. you haven't actually picked a date for the cruise, that is not considered an initial deposit. Okay. When you pick the date for cruise, if you make a down payment on a cruise and I've and actually picked the date, that's when the clock starts.
0: Gotcha. All right. Very nice. Our last question here is from Tina off of our Facebook page. She uh, she says, we are getting emails from Carnival about the Zika virus and our sailing isn't even until next February. Are there limitations with Zika virus and purchasing travel insurance? I know it's way out, but I want to be safe.
1: Well, there are no, in terms of limitations, I think she's asking what, what's covered with regard to the Zika virus if we bought travel insurance um, and wanted to change our mind. There are an awful lot of cruise companies and airlines now that are providing customers the option of taking a different cruise or a different time to go to avoid a particular area because of the Zika virus. Canceling because of the fear of an epidemic is not covered by any travel insurance that I know. It doesn't matter whether you're buying on tripinsurance.com, another website, or even from Carnival. The threat of catching a virus is not considered a covered risk. But if you do purchase a plan with cancel for any reason that we were just talking about, you could change your mind and not go and generally get 75% of your cancellation penalties back.
0: Very nice. We've been talking with Dan Skilkin, president of TripInsurance.com. If you have any trip insurance questions, shoot them over to me, Doug, at cruiseradio.net, and we'll get them answered for you on the air. Dan, my friend, always a pleasure talking to you, and thanks so much for being on the show this evening.
1: Doug, thank you for uh, for having me on, and uh, it's a pleasure to help. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network.
0: parkwest makes us excited to spend money on art
1: to find out more about Park West gallery visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West gallery icon from its rich heritage picturesque beaches and unparalleled blue waters it's no wonder over seven million people cruise to the caribbean every year what do you want to do swim with stingrays at stingray bay
0: com. we'd love to hear your comments email comments at we always like to get your cruise reviews here on the show if you have one you'd like to share shoot me an email Doug at cruiseradio.net Jason just returned from a five night sailing aboard carnival fascination right here in Jacksonville Florida and Jason's on the line right now what's up Jason hey Doug. how are you doing good but now you were sailing out of my backyard pretty much and uh, where are you from like Virginia yes Blacksburg, Virginia I understand you were coming down here to catch the cruise in, like, the blizzard of the century, the winter storm of 2016.
2: Yeah, it was about 18 inches when we left Blacksburg. Any issues getting to the port? No, we actually took my vehicle instead of the car, so we had no trouble at all.
0: How long of a drive was that from Virginia here to Jacksonville? It was about eight to nine hours, so it wasn't too bad. It was drivable. Not bad at all. So we're going to talk about Carnival Fascination today. Before we get to the actual ship itself, let's take a step back and tell us, uh, why did you want to sail on Carnival Fascination out of Jacksonville?
2: Well, the Fascination is pretty much one of our favorite ships, and so um, we're platinum with Carnival, so we're kind of partial to the Carnival line as far as cruising.
0: Yeah. Uh, how many times have you been on Fascination? This made our fifth time. Nice. So there, there's something about this ship. What, what keeps you coming back to it?
2: Well, it's just the port is really easy to get to, and it's pretty fast. Plus, the ship's not a bad ship. It's starting to show a little age, but it's you know, still one of our favorites.
0: I think it'll be like 22 years old this year. Let's talk about embarkation at the Jacksonville Cruise Terminal. Uh, how was embarkation for you? Well, we're platinum. It's a little
2: easier than it would be for other people, I think. But it was very fast. We probably arrived at like 11, 1130 from the shuttle from the hotel and pretty much walked through the x-ray and into the uh, vip room from there you know it took us a little bit longer because there's several faster the phone people on this cruise
0: gotcha but
2: it's probably about from the time we got out of the shuttle to on the ship it was probably about on
0: the this was your fifth time on carnival fascination what were your impressions of the ship this time around well like i said it was starting to show a little
2: bit of age but we were kind of hoping maybe you know eventually show go through a dry dock and maybe get the 2.0 upgrade But overall, she's still you know a good ship.
0: The good thing is they're slowly starting to roll out FunShip 2.0 with the guys, burgers, and all that to the fantasy class ships, which Carnival Fascination is. Uh, Carnival Imagination got one earlier this month. Carnival Fantasy just got out of dry dock, so hopefully they'll roll out to Carnival Fascination as well. Let's talk about staterooms. What kind of room did you have, and what did you think of it?
2: Well, originally we had booked an ocean view room, but had noticed the price drop for a suite, so we just went ahead and upgraded to the grand suite. Nice. Um, it is. it was really nice, yeah. Walk-in closet, big bathroom. The only regrets or downsides to the room was that uh,
0: the bathroom was a little high. People were getting in and out of The room overall is nice. It's
2: huge mm-hmm. with a balcony, which was really nice. That was an extra perk.
0: Is the grand suite the room that overlooks the Lido deck? This one was not. Was this it? is uh, We were on the upper level. Mm-hmm.
2: U83 was our room. Okay. Nice. We were right next to the extended ones,
0: the extended bathrooms and the cruise. How was storage space for you? Yes, there was plenty of room. Let's talk about carnival. Uh, let's talk about dining, rather, on Carnival Fascination. Uh, of course, the ship doesn't have Guys Burger Joint and all that. It's just a regular main dining room and the Lido Deck buffet area. So let's start at the top at the Lido Deck buffet. What were your impressions of that?
2: It was really nice. You know, clean, several choices to choose from. Probably one of the favorites was the Mongolian. Block.
0: How about the deli in the back of the ship? Oh yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Usually the pizza was late at night, but yeah. Yeah. we did go there several times.
0: Gotcha. How about the main dining room? What time dining did you have? We had uh, your time dining, but most of the time we went a little
2: earlier than probably later. Gotcha. Just because it was a little easier to get in. There was one night with the your time dining that we had to uh, get one of the little pagers and wait for but it, but wasn't bad.
0: The reviews of any time dining are kind of mixed. Some people say you have to wait too long. Some people say you get right in. How was it on Carnival Fascination?
2: There were some times there was a wait. Uh, we waited one night for about 30 minutes for a table, but most of the time, you know, it wasn't that much longer than that.
0: How does your time dining work? Like, do they put you with just you and your party, or do they do they seat you with other people?
2: They seat you with you and your party. They try, you know, to seat you, I guess, as much as they can and get you in and out, but our tables was always two, you know, because there were only two of us that were traveling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we would have a table for two usually. How was the food in the main dining room? It was excellent. We've never really had any bad experience with screws on the Fascination.
0: What was your favorite uh, meal on there in the main dining room?
2: Oh, there's so many. Um,
0: probably it was the steak. Switching gears to entertainment, Carnival Fascination has Playlist Productions, which is their shorter, sweeter shows with the lasers and pyrotechnics and all that in the main theater. What was your impressions of the entertainment aboard Carnival Fascination?
2: We enjoy both of the shows. There wasn't really any you know, bad experience
0: with entertainment. Did you get to check out Epic Rock at all? No, it did not.
2: It's
0: a really good '80s rock show. Was it? Yeah, it's so good. Uh, how about any comedians or live music around the ship?
2: We did listen to some live music, especially when you're waiting for your time dining. Yeah. We usually had like the singer in the atrium. As far as comedians, we didn't do any of the comedy shows this time.
0: One thing that defines a cruise ship is how it behaves at sea, both inside and out, as far as passenger flow and all that. So, how was the sea days on Carnival Fascination?
2: As far as doesn't, they aren't very bad. Um, we did have some, you know, there were sometimes that you couldn't really find, like a seat on the decks. But you know, where we had the balcony on the Grand Suite, it was a little easier for us to find, you know, the outside seating for us. But other people would have a little bit of a hard time finding it.
0: Just curious, how uh, how much bigger are the Grand Suite balconies on the Fascination? They are the same. That I would say is on the Liberty, the Conquest class. Yes, gotcha. What ports did you hit on this five night sailing?
2: Um, this five night sailing, we were scheduled to do Half Moon K and Nassau, but unfortunately, due to the weather conditions, we weren't able to do Half Moon K.
0: What did you do in its place? We hit a
2: Sunday at sea, and then they had actually added Freeport as a possible port for Friday, but due to weather conditions that day as well, we weren't able to get into that port either.
0: How did the passengers take missing Half Moon K? I mean, it's not, I know it's not the cruise line's fault.
2: Well, there were several people that were a little upset about the Half Moon Cay. Mm -hmm. Several of the first time cruisers were a little upset that they weren't able to go to that port.
0: It would be so cool if they could build a pier at Half Moon Cay because uh, it's just one of those places that it's just like one of the best places in the Bahamas to just chill out.
2: It's very nice. We've been there several times previously, and it's always been a great experience.
0: Totally. And if you're the only ship in port, even better. So you make your way back to Jacksonville. How was the disembarkation process at the Jacksonville Cruise Terminal?
2: Debarking was, you know, pretty much the same as it was for embarking. We had, you know, to wait for some of the faster-to-fun people to show up. But once everybody in customs was cleared, then we were able to debark, which took us probably about 10 minutes.
0: You mentioned you were platinum, but does faster the fun people have priority over platinum guests?
2: Actually, they made them wait till we actually got out of the Diamond and Platinum staging area. Mm-hmm. And then faster the fun was able to get off after us. Ah.
0: Well, that's good. I noticed on my last ceiling they let uh, the Platinum and Diamond people off the ship before faster to the fun. I'm like, I earned this status. Dang it. Yeah, 24. that's true. Any first-time tips for people sailing Carnival Fascination? Probably
2: our biggest thing when, from the first time that we started cruising until now is overpacking. Like, not trying to overpack. Because you can't totally use everything that you pack most of the time anyway. So we try to pack just the essentials and the necessities.
0: The good thing about Fascination is she's only a four and five night ship, so you can't really overpack. So that's a, always a good thing. Uh, in closing, here, Jason, final thoughts of Carnival Fascination?
2: Like I said, she's a great ship, and, and hopefully, you don't get a 2.0 upgrade. And. She'll be even better.
0: I love it. We were talking to Jason from Virginia. He just returned from a five-night sailing on Carnival Fascination. Jason, my friend, stay warm. Thanks for being on the show, and have a good evening, buddy.
2: Thank you, and look forward to listening to more of your podcast.
0: A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance?